Hey everybody, in today's episode, we're going to look at the pictures in our heads as dyslexics. We're going to dive a little deeper on that and look at a way that I use to uh, come back into reality. So let's dig into it. Okay, so in this week, we're really looking at confidence and the confidence that dyslexics struggle with. And I wanted to touch on one of the key topics that gets talked about a lot is how the pictures on our head affect that confidence and why. Now, it's very easy to uh, find ourselves stuck in an alternate reality. Someone to me uh, called it virtual reality. It's like those virtual reality headsets. It's like you're there, but it's not actually real. Um, and that happens a lot to us. We see things before they happen. And you may have you may have heard me talk about this story, but I did want to repeat it because I think it's important to, uh, you know, it was important to my story, but you will have had experiences similar. And if you look at it, you'll, you'll see it, which is when I was first sitting with Vanessa, uh, kind of going over, starting this course that I went on, you know, she could tell I disorientated. Now, what that means is you leave reality and you go into your head. Now, someone can be talking to you. You look relatively engaged, but you can sometimes see it in the person's eyes that they've, they've gone. And in their mind, they've disappeared and they're thinking about something completely different. You know, they've gone off into a visual world and done a bunch of things that haven't really happened, but they have in, in their heads. And this happens a lot. And... You know, she noticed it on me, and me and said, where did you, she said, where did you go? Um, and I, um, I basically said, oh, I heard the hammer of the builder on the deck, uh, the deck, the uh, um, veranda. I'm not sure if that's the right word, uh, you know, and, um, and I said, oh, I could see the guy hammering. And she goes, oh, wow, that's amazing because you've never been up there. You've never seen it before, but you've seen him hammering. She goes, how do you know what it looks like? And I was like, that kind of was a aha moment to me going, I don't actually know how, what it looks like. I've just seen it from the outside. So my mind has put filled in the blanks. It's seen thousands before. It's taken an educated guess and it's created a picture. I hadn't even seen the builder. So I don't know how I was creating the builder in my mind. So it was that was a moment where I kind of the penny kind of dropped and I went, wow, how much of this has affected my life? And what it kind of taught me was, was how much of the memories or the thoughts or the information in my brain had been created by myself. I'd, I'd filled in the gaps. I'd filled in the blanks that I didn't know existed. Um, and, you know, it was remarkable. And it actually, it kind of... It took a while to settle in, to be honest, because that's a huge realization, you know, and we've all experienced these things. They happen to every dyslexic, in my opinion, uh, you know, doesn't bar none. You know, people try to call it overthinking. They call it, they give it very uh, many, many names. But what basically happens is we get, we, we believe so much in what we've seen in our heads, we can't uh, we can't actually separate it from reality. You know, what I saw in my head to me was real. Now, if she'd never mentioned it and we'd spoken about it, 
um, and she'd mentioned something about a deck in the future, that was the picture that would have shown up in my mind. And what happens over time, if you're doing this a lot, which is very, very common, the certain memories um, cause issues. Um, and you know this, you know, and when when you start making mistakes, that hurts your confidence. And you think you're completely right. You know, you're so adamant you're correct. And then someone proves you're wrong and you're like, I don't understand why I'm wrong. You know, so you feel inferior, you feel worse, and it does, it harms your confidence. You know, uh, we've had a couple of people in the group talk about memory being a big challenge of theirs. And memory really is, you know, and it's, it's what you can find sometimes is that you remember, you think you're actually forgetful, but sometimes you're actually remembering the wrong visual picture. Um, and, or you think you've done something you haven't. Now, this won't affect every memory scenario, but I'll give you a good example. One day, I was supposed to leave a key out for my partner, and she was coming home. And I was rushing around doing 15 things out of order, as usual, <laughs> to get ready to go out, making sure I didn't miss anything. And I think I got most things done. But in my brain, you know, I even put the key under the, you know, in, in the place that I wanted to put it, not somewhere where she realized. But in my mind, I'd sent her a message to tell her where it was. I completely did it. In my brain, I'd gone into my phone, I'd bum, 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 boom, put the message through, went off to play football. And only when I actually got to my phone after football, she said, I can't get into the house. <laughs> I don't have a key. You're supposed to leave one out. And the, I looked at my messages and I hadn't sent it. So penny dropped. You may get this with emails. It happens a lot as well. You think you've done it in your head you're so adamant you've done it but in reality it's not being done so that's you know that's a real common factor um, with dyslexia and and it's it's challenging because you can't always see you can't always see the difference until after the fact and what I say to most people is you know half the solution is awareness when I understood what I was doing I completely was able to accept myself and give myself some space. You know, this is just how my mind works. I just have to be a bit more vigilant. I just have to be a bit more aware of what's happening. And then I don't overreact when I get something wrong. I just go, there you go. Funny me. Let's carry on with life. You know, and what happens is, is that does build confidence. You get better at asking yourself the question is, is that real or did I create that? You know, and it's, I'm not going to say the first time you do it, you're going to get it right. You're probably going to, you're going to fail a lot of, a lot of times. But, you know, as you start to realize that this, this thing that I know is disorientation, you know, is going to continue to happen. You can't turn it off. All you can do is come back from it. So one of the things that I've been taught when, you know, when it starts to happen and when you notice yourself creating false realities, when you start to overthink, you want to take a step backwards. You know, and this is again challenging. When you first start it, you'll do it every day and then you forget about it thinking, oh, it doesn't actually matter. But, and then you'll come back to it going, I realize this is actually valuable. But you've got to kind of experience that process to make it work. But, but when you realize it, you kind of want to think, you, what you're trying to do is you want to clear your mind. You want to get out of your head. You really want to get out of your head. And personally, what I do 
um, is, is I, as I try and I imagine myself separate from my body looking at myself in reality now I know the I know you guys will probably say that's actually not real but it is real like I'm looking at what's in the actual room I'm kind of realigning my vision of where I am right now with my brain and it's easy because I'm visual it's easy to do that like if I'm looking out the window at a at a beautiful beach just for example I can close my eyes and I can imagine looking at my back of my head looking out at that beach you know I can do that and it realigns my brain my my I guess my the way I think with that and I also you know I also do things like breathing you know take five deep breaths you know things like that you just want to be brought back into reality is what you're trying to do because the more you can do this the more you layer this experience the more it becomes automatic if you remember my example from yesterday about the highway and the and the grassy path the more you do it the grassy path starts to become a little a little beaten path and then it becomes a small road and then it becomes what you do on a regular basis without even thinking about it but it is it is challenging you're going to make mistakes doing it but all i can say is if you want to build your confidence and feel stronger um you know this is the path that is so valuable is to un firstly understand how that happens in your head and secondly take the actions to gain experience that's what you're trying to do there is no failure in this you're trying to gain experience so sometimes when you fail the best experience is to be able to see that that's a win that's that's all you want to do you just have to be able to see it going wrong because so many dyslexics that find out they're dyslexic um, uh, struggle with it. They struggle to be self-critical in that way. So you have to be very aware because what's going to happen is if you haven't done this before, it's going to flood in. You're going to start to see things that you thought were so real that aren't real. You're going to start to think about the, the some of the decisions you've made in your life that have probably been made on false information that your head has created. You know, there's a lot of stuff. It gets real deep. Um, but understanding that will will bring so much clarity to the rest of your life. It'll bring so much freedom. Like I, I you know, you know, you see, you listen to all these gurus talk about self acceptance, and I never understood it. You know, I never understood it. Um, I always tried to say I did and you know it makes sense on paper but in my head meh, I just sure I just go along with life sure I accept myself is what I would say but now I understand what I'm accepting and that has just changed the game for me in my life and you know that's what I want to share with people is how you can start to understand what accepting yourself really is and if you don't know who you are you can't accept yourself if you can't accept yourself you will always struggle with confidence um, and that's you know that's just the lesson I've learned so that's what I wanted to share today guys I hope that's been a little bit of value um, in your life and the what I'd suggest is after this there's there's two ways to go forward you've got two options the first option is just take two minutes now or in the near future and think about where this may have happened um, that's the first thing. Just think about the past experiences. That's your first step. That's the easy route. The harder route is for the next 24 hours at least. I want you to be really aware. You know, really aware of, of your mind drifting. 
And I want you to think and not, not call it overthinking. Change the word. Call it disorientation. Or, uh, or you know, virtual reality. Whatever suits you. It doesn't The wording doesn't really matter. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever you feel comfortable with. But take that realization that your mind has gone in a direction that's not real. And you've got to be very clear on it. And very aware that you're not going to make your final decisions on that as truth because you know when you realize when you start actually playing the ball game of reality it's very different it's very very different it's a lot simpler it's actually a lot simpler you know our heads create stuff that just is so much harder than it has to be so yeah that's what i want to share guys have a fantastic rest of your day me and vanessa are hopefully going to record our coffee session today and I will have that released tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Have a great rest, as I say again, rest of your day.